welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 7, Episode 6, titled Rue Hollywood Stories. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one tenacious co-host from the Bloody Podcast Network. Please say... For this week's... Fa- no. Oh, motherfucker! God, son of a motherfucking con whore bitch! Yeah. To Laurie... Rocking camp. It's so funny that the, the clip zero there just totally I'm fucked up and it. Uh, oh, you know, and it's been a smooth sa- ship so far. Uh-huh. Exactly. So, Hello, I'm Laurie Rocking Camp. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just, uh, you know, I'm just uh, wondering whatever happened to Merle. So, you oh, know. yeah. Did, did you were wondering who Merle was? I actually, I saw the, uh, I, I've seen the, the previous shows. Oh, okay. So I actually, what was funny was, and I know this sounds dumb, but when I was watching it, I was like, oh, we'll get the real story as to why she left. And then, uh-huh. no, that's not, yeah. that's not what happened. What are you talking about? You didn't get the real story? Uh, I don't feel like we did. Yeah. Now, everyone should know, we've mentioned this constantly, uh, you were listening to this in the summer of 2020. No one ever says 2020, huh? But 2020 is when you're uh, listening to this. But we, we are still in 2019. Well, I think it's going to be 2020 once yeah. it's 2020. Yeah. But we're, <laughs> we're, still in, we're still in the old, we're in the past decade, you know, talking as a yeah. voice from the past. And Hopefully, uh, by this point, Trump has been impeached. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. Well, he'll definitely yeah. be impeached. Whether he'll be thrown from office, I don't know. But let me tell you that I, I know he's not going to be thrown from office. But. <laughs> Laurie, here's the deal. Well, here's my hope at this point. Remember, there's rumors about having a heart attack. Hopefully, by this point, he's died of a heart attack. Oh, he's gonna outlive everybody. Yeah. Anyway, he's uh, uh, he's just old enough to do that. All right, Laurie. The reason I'm bringing it up is we just celebrated Thanksgiving 2019, and I'm I'm actually very curious to hear how your Thanksgiving 2019 went. Um, it went okay. My, uh, my parents were there, both my parents. Um, who knows what, what (laughs) June, what the summer's like. Maybe, maybe they're back together. So this is going to seem like a weird thing or maybe they, maybe they've murdered each other. Yeah. Everyone should know that Um, at this stage, Lori's parents have split up, but they were, but by Thanksgiving, there were inklings of a, of a reconciliation, correct? Yes. But now who knows? I don't Mm -hmm. know. My mom seems uh, once again, annoyed by everything that my father does and says. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, so, um, I don't know. It was good. We, there was this new game that we played because we always play a game and there was this new game we played where it was, um, uh, like you, everybody gets $3 Mm -hmm. and three $1 bills. And, you get dice, three dice, and left there's center a right. black dot. What? Left, center, right. Yeah, left, center, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you played it? Yeah, many times. Oh, okay. It's a pretty popular so, game, Laurie. Oh, okay. But still so, explain it, because there are people maybe who haven't played it. But still explain it. Okay. So you get uh, th- uh, three dice and three dollar $1 bills, mm-hmm. and you roll the dice, and there's a, a black dot, a L or R, and a C. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get L or R, you have to put what you know if you get an l you put one you give one dollar to the person to your left if you get an r you give one dollar to the person to your right 
if you get a C, you put one dollar in the center, and that's the that's the pool that everybody gets at the end, mm-hmm. or that not everybody, but one one a winner gets at the end. If mm-hmm. you if you get a black dot, you get to keep your your dollar. So yeah. if you get three black dots, you get to keep all three dollars. If you get two two, uh, two black dots and a left, you have to give one to the left, and you get to keep two. As time goes on and you lose money, the max amount of dice you can roll is three. But like, let's say you have two two dollars, you ha- you can only roll two dice. You have one dollar, you can only roll run dice. Oh my God. If you have no dollars, you're still in the game because somebody couldn't inevitably give you money, but you just can't roll at that time. Oh, so so we would go back and forth, and the person left with no money, mm-hmm. or the person left only the person who's left with only with the person left who has uh, money because uh-huh. at the end of the game nobody has money. Except for one person. <laughs> How long is this explanation, Lori? It's going to be five more minutes. So then the person on the left turns it. No, I'm kidding. So then the person who has money at the end wins. So uh, basically it would go back and forth and it was, it was fun. But so the way it p- panned out was my two girl cousins won twice. My boy cousin won once. My mom won once. And so uh, it just got into this huge fight because like everybody just is acting like my two cut co- all my cousins just don't quote unquote don't understand the value of a dollar mm-hmm. and it's just like just let them it's t- like they won 27 dollars you know mm-hmm. just let them win like why it's like anytime money's involved there has to be a lesson mm-hmm. you know and it's just exhausting you know what's so funny um, is i just saw i know yeah. i know this is eight months later i just saw the film knives out directed by ryan johnson oh yeah you said that you that it was a. Uh, that people were talking about it. How yeah, did you like it? It was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I highly recommend it. It's probably, you know, it's already on probably like all the streaming services by now. One of the best people are listening to this. But um, but what you just described right now is actually a theme of that film. Really? Yeah. That everything has to be a lesson? Uh, kind of, yeah. But not also that there's a belief that certain people don't know how to handle money and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's just frustrating. I don't know. I was just annoyed. I was just like, just let them have fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. It It, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they, the whole family is just acting like... My whole family has this idea that the apocalypse is happening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, and tomorrow. so, therefore, we all need to be prepared and have money and, and all this stuff. And, the and, you know, it's just like, just get it. You know, like, just let's just... Let them be kids for like five minutes, Jesus. Yeah. Now, do you have traditional food at your house? What kind of what was on the spread this week at the this Thanksgiving at the at the Rotten Camp House? Um, we bought from Polly's Pies, so we bought had what? Polly's Pies. Sorry, what? The whole meal or just the pies? No, the whole meal. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we don't cook anymore. Oh, you don't? Okay. No. So basically, what happened was, um. My family, my aunt that I live with used to want to have Thanksgiving. Well, my grandma Mm -hmm. used to want to have Thanksgiving at her house. Okay. And then she would have my aunt do all the cooking uh, that lived in Sacramento. She would have her come down and do all the cooking and prepping. And it would make, give my aunt like panic attacks because she'd be like, this is just too much stress. Mm -hmm. So then when my grandma died, my aunt that I live with moved in. And she was like, I'll be the one to take over. Well, then she would do all the cooking and cleaning. And then I would be the one helping out. Mm-hmm. And she would just get so stressed out. She'd be like, I can't do this. And she would just have meltdowns. What is so, so stressful finally my- about this, by the way? people Are people like judging the meal or? 
Yeah, I mean, my family can get pretty catty. Yeah. Um, and my uncle, you know, it's like, and it's one of those things where, like, my uncle has all these opinions about what should happen at Thanksgiving, but yet yeah. he's not cooking or yeah. cleaning or doing anything. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, uh, so anyway, so my, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So my aunt, when, so we started for a while, we started doing stuff at my mom's, my parents' house, and they would just order from Polly's Pies and they would get food delivered and stuff. And then my aunt, when she was like, I'll have Thanksgiving at my house, the one that just moved down, mm-hmm. she was like, but I'm only ordering from Polly's Pies. And everybody's like, that's fine. So it's just a stress. It's just more stress-free that mm-hmm. way. Because I just think our family is just like, we have these ideas of how Thanksgiving should go. And mm-hmm. we, everybody desperately wants wants it to go that way. But mm-hmm. it's just like, we're just, we're just not able to make it happen. So mm-hmm. anyways. Now. Uh, what about you? It very Well, okay. For the most part, future Joe, who's listening in the summer of 2020, or anyone else who's listening, it was a very, and for in terms of my family, a non-eventful Thanksgiving, which is a great thing. We had it in the evening, which is, believe it or not, has been a controversy because my brother's in-laws, we all spend Thanksgiving together, they've been hosting traditionally, and they like to have it, Lori, I'm not even joking, at 10 in the morning. What? Yeah, they have Thanksgiving at 10 in the morning, right? Why? I don't know. Okay. And so my brother was like, no, 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 we're not doing that anymore. We're not playing that anymore. We're having Thanksgiving at my house. At f- people show up at 4 p.m. We'll eat at 5. Okay. And so that was nice. And then my friend John Paul and his boyfriend John, they came over. And that was a, a welcome change of pace. Everyone gets to like, oh, talk to John Paul and stuff like that. It was family members. Nothing controversial happened. It was a very nice time had by all. The food was great. Uh, the, I made the turkey. It, I just sous vide the turkey breast, and it comes out phenomenal. Everyone loves the turkey, and uh, yeah, a, a nice Thanksgiving. Uh, the only drama, maybe kind of, was that my again. It's so weird. Who knows what's the true in the summer of twenty twenty? My currently ex boyfriend Aiden texted me as I was driving in the heavy downpour to my brother's house. Uh, and it was a very emotional, dramatic text exchange, but I could only do speech to text because I was driving in the rain. So yeah. it's like, it's like he's like, you know, blah 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 blah, and I'm all like, Siri, text Aiden Deem. Boop boop. What do you want to say? Boop boop. Um, and then I would go like, you know, I'm gonna make it up because it's not what I said, but it would be like, uh. Sure, that sounds great. And I think we should go to the mall and buy ourselves engagement rings tomorrow. Boop, boop. You said, sure, that sounds great. Um, do you think we should go to the mall and buy engagement rings tomorrow? Boop. Should I send? Boop, boop. Yes. Boop, boop. Okay, it's sent. And then it'd be like, you have a text message from Aiden Deem. Would you like to read it? Yes. Boop, boop. Shut the fuck up, fatso. Boop, boop. Would you like to reply? Yes. Boop, boop. What would you like to say? Boop, boop. And, and, and that, that, that was the whole trip to my brother's house. Was having an intense... But imagine that with an intense... Is this, is this your way of saying that you proposed to Aiden and he turned you down by calling you fatso? <laughs> no. It was actually okay. way more intense, but I don't want to... I've already... Uh, probably appropriately so. Been um, 
chastised for talking about uh, our relationship on the air. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, this week, the pit crew members are hiding a monster in their underwear, and the girls have to try to avoid it at all costs. For the main challenge, the contestants perform in yet another acting challenge where they have to try to answer the question... Whatever happened to Merle Ginsburg? On the runway, Kennedy rises from the dead after a long night of hooking, and Violet Chachki shows off one of the most iconic looks of the season. In the end, Katya was named the winner of the challenge, while Jaden Dior Fierce and Candy Ho were forced to go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. After all was said and done, Jaden lived to see another day, while Candy Ho was asked to sashay away. Lori named two things liked about the episode, and one thing you did not. <coughs> I'm going to be honest here. I loved Violet Chachki's look. I thought, at first I was terrified by it. Mm-hmm. Just the skinny waist, really, really free. I just like, it's not healthy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But then again, I'm like ham fisting Chipotle burrito. So I'm like, well, I can't go like, watch out. Yeah. Um, That's my, I'm eating Chipotle burrito. That's, I love it's an impression of yourself. Oh, well it is, but it's when I have my mouth full of Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Um, what I didn't like, and I will say this, I, I never thought I'd get to this point, but I, and I, I don't, I didn't hate this episode. Mm-hmm. So I will say, I thought it was better than last episode. Mm-hmm. I am starting to feel like I'm getting sick of group activities. <laughs> well, I was like, buckle your motherfucking seatbelt. <laughs> I was like, I was watching this and I was like, another group activity. Like, I was like, and I almost could tell, like, everybody else was just like, uh, like, I just, here's the thing. It's not even that I'm, I'm, because t- I liked, I thought this episode was cute. I thought it was, I thought, I liked the story. I thought mm-hmm. the story, w- stories were kind of funny. Yeah. I just felt like this, when the star, when the people in it are getting tired, then the, the performances aren't as great as they could be, you know? And I felt everybody was just kind of like, uh, another, you know. Yeah, you know, so I think I've told you this already, but maybe if I have, then Revelation is, after this season, nearly the entire production staff was fired. Really? Uh I think maybe you told me this, but I just... It didn't mean anything to you at the time. I wasn't paying attention. Wait, why why were they fired? Because of this? Well, this, this season was... Like at the time, while it was airing, was talked about how bad it was, right? Now, what's funny really? is I will say, I will say this on a revisit, as we revisit this, okay? It's not as bad as people said it was at the time, right? Because now we have, you know, five more seasons and we have, mo- it's, it's, we can see it more in context, okay? Yeah. But at the time, it was because you have to understand something. Season six and season five are considered stellar seasons. And season four is right behind those, right? So you have four, five, and six are seen as like stellar, stellar, stellar seasons. Like peak, even to this day, they're considered peak drag race, okay? Okay. And uh, so then you have this season. There's a lot of hype, a lot of anticipation. Because I will say this. And I still hold to this. God, I can't think of a stronger, complete cast than this cast. You know? Um, it's just a very, 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 very strong cast. Now, once again, everyone should know when you're listening to this, we haven't even seen season 12 at all. So we don't even know who's on season 12. But so you're hearing this after season 12 has aired. So maybe some in some way season 12 is one of the strongest seasons ever. 
But yeah. as of as of the end of 2019, where we only have seasons one through eleven at our disposal, uh, it's in the context of it's 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 one of the strongest casts they've ever had from start to finish. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't, I think they're, I mean, Miss Fame. Yeah. Wait, no, you I hate Miss like Fame, but like, but she's you, annoying. But what you don't understand is that Miss Fame and, um, Violet have done a lot in the fashion world since this show's aired. So while you may not like her, she's been very successful. Well, good for her, but she needs to shut the hell up. Okay. So anyway, but yeah, there are the, the, the big complaint about the season was the challenge. It was nothing but acting challenges, acting challenges, acting challenges, performing challenges, group challenges. Even the cast was just like, whoa! It's just like, and but to me, and maybe that's why they were fired. It just it just reeked of laziness, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we'll or just do a group one. Yeah, we'll just do a group challenge, you know, because it, it it forces the cast, if you think about it, to create a lot of the content for the show. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that because, I mean, pretty much everything's created. They just have to act it. The script's been created. The props have been given. You know, they just have to be the... Well, some of them the scripts are created. Some of them the scripts are created, but then some of them, um, they have to come up with it themselves. Well, I mean, but the... the worst so episode so far, the, in my opinion, is the one where they had to come up with the content themselves, which is the Espies Or the Despies, I'm sorry. Well, also, the Shakespeare... Oh, no, the Shakespeare was written. You're right. The Despies. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, as far as memory, I mean, I could be wrong, but as memory serves, this is the this is the Despies in my it was the first time that they've they actually had to come up with, and they were essentially like pushed into that area. Oh, yeah. maybe singing. No, wait. Yes, the singing one. They had to do stuff. Uh huh. But again, they were given a framework. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like they were like come up with the you know whatever. Now, have you actually said the, the two things you liked, or, the, or you, have you done that all already? Uh, oh, two things I like. Oh, I actually liked Pearl this episode. Oh, you did? Yeah, I liked Pearl's outfit in the end, and I liked Pearl. I thought Pearl did a good job. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. know. I feel like I'm coming around. Yeah, and then what about well, the one thing you didn't like? Uh, well, I mean, besides the group stuff, I, I'm still on the fence about Max. Mm-hmm. I'm still on the fence about like whether or not it's just like when he was le- when he left when she left when the, they were talking about sex it's just like really like it just seems so forced I just don't know why you have to go there it's, it's just I'm, I'm doing a southern accent it yeah she's seems, do, she does more of like a regal like a, yeah like a, what's a, it's a mid-atlantic like east coast yeah it just seems very improper no no, no I, I can't even do it like hold on that, that was a weird horrible attempt at a British accent um, I don't know. I can't do it. Oh, oh! I will say this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Besides Pearl, I'm cutting Pearl out of the what I liked. Mm-hmm. I loved that uh, Michelle Visage had to watch people make m- impersonate her. That was my favorite part. It, it she is. She hated it, well, I and will I will say it. this: it is weird because she has so changed her persona on the show. It is so weird to see this version of Michelle, who is so angry and mean, like angry and mean, which we thought that at the time. But what's funny, like I, everyone should know, I thought, and I still think I, I, I was valid here, is I wanted to revisit season seven because I thought that we as a show were a little too harsh, right? And one of the things I thought we would revisit was Michelle, and maybe we were too hard on Michelle, but no, she's really awful to the girls, and yeah. mean, and, and I don't know why, because she's not, she's not 
as she's not as mean. She's still kind of on the harsher side, but as a truth teller, I still think she's just a mouthpiece for the producers. But um, but it, it she's she softened it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that at this point she still was like, "Ooh, I wonder if I, you know, how yeah. I'm how where I'm gonna fit." Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, well, two things I liked about the episode. Um, one, all the fucking pit crew boys that they brought in were so cute. I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna admit, I'm a gay man, and so I'm a sucker for these. Like, bring in all. You're extra- a gay man. Uh huh. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, I'm a sucker for any of these. Bring in extra guys, and they were all so fucking cute. I was just like, I don't know how they handled it. Uh, next, um. I actually. You think thought, that the people that that the pit crew is gay too? Those guys on the pit crew. The, I, well, I know about some of them. the The black one is gay. Jason J. Carter is gay. Uh, there's one. I, in fact, they're all gay. Then the main pit crew that we're seeing, except for the redheaded white guy, he's straight. Bryce. Bryce is straight. You think that Bryce has let one of one of the drag queens like give him a blowjob with with the wig on, just no. to be like, I'll let it happen. There you go. That's it. The other thing I liked about the episode was, you know, I actually thought that for the most part, the scripts were pretty funny, especially when they made, they made fun of Michelle and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I thought they were cute. Yeah, they were cute and kind of funny, which is not always the case. And then the one thing I did not... Oh, oh wait. How could I say this? How could I say this? The one thing also I do... I'm adding another thing that I liked. Kennedy's cuckoo outfit. That made no sense. Okay. Oh yeah, that made no sense. That did you not know, fit with the theme. Yeah. I think Dragula in this instance has kind of muted me because I watched that and I thought, "Oh, that's weird," but whatever. Yeah. But I, I guarantee you, on on RuPaul's Drag Race, it was probably like, "What the fuck is happening?" Well, yeah, I don't think you watched Untucked because I don't even know where you would see Untucked now. I don't think season seven's Untucked is on World of One of the Wild Presents Plus. And I don't know where you would see this untucked. I don't know if it, I think they took it off YouTube. But um, there's an epic moment. Uh, maybe I'll play it for you right now. Actually, on Untucked, it's actually one of the most iconic moments in the show, where you know they sent Katya and Ginger and Kennedy backstage because they're Team One. Okay. Oh, it might be on Hulu. Uh, oh, mine it. And um, they uh, so they're they're backstage. Uh, hanging out while the other while the rest of the people are on stage getting critiqued, and Katya asks Kennedy about her outfit and the inspiration, right? Trying to find out how this fits in with Death Becomes Her, and Kennedy gives a speech. I'm going to play it for you right now. It's not very long, where she explains it, and like I know it by heart. A lot of Drag Race fans know it by heart. By heart, it's a legendary speech. You can hear Katya laughing as she's telling the story. And here you go. After a long night of hooking. <laughs> Trey didn't like the session, so he had good at me. Okay. And set me on fire. Oh, I see. But you know, I didn't die. Okay. I had crystallized. Oh. And now I'm a glamazon bitch ready for the runway. There you go. Iconic moment in the history of the show. I was hoping somebody would do... Isn't there a scene in... My mom and my aunt used to do this scene all the time when I was younger... There's a scene in Death Becomes Her, because I've seen it like a, only like twice. Mm-hmm. But it's my aunt's favorite movie. And mm-hmm. it's where uh, 
Goldie Hawn, right? Mm-hmm. Goldie Hawn is is in the is in the uh, mental hospital. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, do you have anything you want to talk about?" And everybody just leans in, mm-hmm. waiting. And then she says she wants to talk about Meryl Streep, and everybody's like, "Ah, son of a bitch!" <laughs> so that's it. That's all I had. Are you okay, Lori? I'm going through some stuff. What's going on? I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. What? You know stuff I, I can't tell you're being funny or not i can't either sometimes joe <laughs> but wait but what about right now are you going through stuff right now or no no i'm fine oh okay because like where did that come from i don't know i was just thinking about like random shit that happens in mm-hmm. scene in movies that make you laugh or scenes shows that make you laugh oh all right uh, I just looked on Hulu. They only have Untucked through season. In other words, for everyone listening, at at this moment in November of 2019, they only have Hulu in the original version. I'm sorry, they only have Untucked in the original version of Untucked, meaning um through from seasons uh 2 through season 6. They had a certain way they did Untucked, okay? And then in season 7, this season that we're on right now, they changed it for the first time to a more kind of like behind the scenes sort of feel uh-huh. and like more authentically what the girls in theory would be doing after they untuck it. They used to give them like all these like t- uh, tasks to do in the old version, like another TV show. And so they only have that old version. They don't have the current version of untucked. Anyway, uh, let's move on after cautious elimination. Uh, Candy Ho is convinced she's being placed in the bottom as a weapon of the producers to assassinate the weaker Queens. Violet wasn't surprised by the title of Shady of Shade and vows to work on how she comes across. In a confessional, Fame talks about how she doesn't like Pearl's energy. The next day, Katya asks the table to confess which of the drag queens they would most like to sleep with. Max gets upset and turns her back around whenever the conversation turns to sex. Max is saved by the bell when RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's mini challenge. Now for today's mini challenge, we're going to play a little game called... Monster in your pants. Ah. (laughs) Most of these men's have a number tucked inside their just-in-case underwear. Now, you call out a name. He reaches into his drawers and whips it out. Now, you'll need to gobble up as many points as possible. But be careful, because one of you bastards has a monster in your pants. <laughs> if you pick the monster before you freeze your points, you're out of the game. That's actually a very long explanation for a mini challenge. Um, okay, in the end, yeah. Gen- yeah, that sounds like uh, uh, wh- double whammy or whammy no whammy, right? Is that <laughs> yeah, the game? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, you're talking about uh, Joker's Wild was the name of the game show. Yeah. Um, in the end, Ginger was named the winner of the challenge and earned an important advantage in the next challenge. All right, Laurie, your thoughts on this mini challenge? Did it do it I, for you? For as how long the explanation was, yeah. I don't think anybody understood what was happening. Yeah. Because I think the only person who won was the only person who called, like, said, I'm going to freeze. Mm-hmm. And I think you could tell that, like, even RuPaul was like, oh, I didn't know we could freeze. Like, yeah. like, like people were just so... I believe the game, um, the I think the weakest link kind of worked like that, didn't it? Where, like, you could bank points 
But then you started all over. There was like an advantage. I, or I never watched The Weakest Link. Yeah. I kind of want to bring it back with me as the fucking like mean ass British person. Like, I wouldn't be British. I would just be like. What, I, what I would fuck? only want to see it if you were British. No, I'd be like. Because like, the thing is that she was like. She was like really cold. Okay, yeah. Hear me, out on, hear me out on this. Well, she was very cold, but she was also just like very like. Like she would be like like I remember I think my aunt was telling me one time there was like a husband and wife who mm-hmm. were on the thing, mm-hmm. and you get to you have to vote somebody off. Yeah. And the the she told the husband she goes don't vote for your don't keep save your wife she's not smart enough to stay on the show or something like that Hell like yeah. basically just like vote your wife off like she she needs would to say go. mean things to them she'd be like yeah. and just very cold uh, stern like no emotion and just say horrible like the truth to them I would do but I would. She- yeah, but then what was the funniest part was that she like asked to leave the show because she said she was getting death threats. Yeah, people would take it very seriously. Yeah, yeah, I think she's actually a very. So nice I felt lady. awful because I was like, I guarantee you, people. That's the whole reason why the show was popular was because she was mean. Yeah, but okay, Lori, it because it was Lori, an interesting game. Lori, Lori, not to tip our hand here. All right, I don't like to show that. I mean, in, in for certain people, I do, but like, I never like to talk about the show that much. But even with our show. People get way too into drag race, and if we don't have the exact same opinion that we they do, they start personally attacking us, and it they, they take it way too serious. They don't understand the fucking goddamn TV show. Stop taking it so fucking seriously, Annie Wilkes. I don't know what you're talking about. I exactly. feel like everybody's been pretty. <laughs> Everyone's very normal about a TV been show. Pretty, been pretty supportive yeah. about uh, every opinion I've ever had. So <laughs> yeah. But anyway, on my version of Weakest Link, I would I wouldn't be cold. I wouldn't be. I'd still mean mean them like what the, what a fucking idiot. Why would you say that You'd idiot? Be the opposite. You'd be like super helpful. Like, no, hey, I would buddy, be like, let me help you out. All right, no, you seem like you're struggling. Like you would just hear me. You know what? You fuck, I always like when people say things off camera. I mean, off, uh-huh. off mic. And so when it's off mic to me, it's very funny. So you know, hear a person go like, like, what's the capital of California? Hollywood. What the fuck's the matter with you? What? Like that would—that's what you would be hearing. Really, Hollywood? Well, then, so then you wouldn't want to be the host. You just want to be the heckler. You <gasps> would just be somebody. That, no. Just be somebody in the back who'd no, be like, "Lori, that's the fucking show." We no, Lori. We just got the game show. No one talk about this. Okay, everybody, we'll call, shut up. We'll call the show the heckler. Okay. Right. And it's me and you and like almost like Walder is that what Walder from Statler or whatever? I don't know what like some from the yeah, Muppets. Yeah, those puppets. Yeah, those puppets. We're like in a balcony and there's a regular nice game show host, right? We make fun of him too, right? And then there's a regular just standard game show, but we just shout horrible insults at them. <laughs> like whenever they get one wrong, we're like, meh, dummy. Like and yeah. we, be, like and what's funny is when in almost like Hollywood Squares, they would supply us with the answers, you know? Oh yeah, okay. And so we go. Like, oh, maybe they could go to us and ask like a question. Oh and yeah, see. yeah. That that would be a thing. They could go to us, and then they have to whether whether they believe us or not. Because we, we could be lying, or, or yeah, we could be or whether or not we like them. Like we could be telling them the truth, or we could be we could be bullshitting them because we don't want them to win. Or something. yeah, yeah. You're right, Glory. I'm not even joking. I'm calling my friend who worked on game shows and stuff like that, and to pitch the show. Do it right now. Put him okay. on the phone. Hold on. Well, I've been av- I've been avoiding his calls, so and now it's like it's gonna be really obvious. Well, well yeah. But yeah. he, you know what's so funny is he used oh. to he used to work on Ben Stein's money. He was a writer on Ben Stein's money, and he really, has, yeah, he has so many funny stories. But one of them was 
guys, and people don't understand. They really won Ben Stein's money. That was not a lie. So like really? he, he got paid a certain amount. Yes. And that was the money that was up for grabs. And so, he, but he took it very, very seriously. So they said you would see him like pacing backstage and like, um, you know, like, like being kind of cold. He has good stories about it, but like, yeah. It, Isn't they, Jimmy Kimmel, wasn't Jimmy Kimmel the host? Yeah. My friend used to write for Jimmy Kimmel Live. He wrote on when Ben Stein's money. He started on, he actually started on think on Beat the Geeks. Remember that show on Comedy Central? Barely. Beat the Geeks but, was yeah. like you'd go up against a geek in a certain category and try to beat that person. Um, I, I, I hate having to ask talk to somebody that I haven't been talking to in a while. I actually had to do that today. I had to text somebody because my cousin so I was talking to my cousin. Actually this I forgot to mention this in our in our Thanksgiving thing. I was talking to my cousin and she's at she's going to college right now, first mm-hmm. semester. Yeah. And my uncle's really trying to get her to do go into special education teaching. Mm-hmm. And I'm going into it, but it's something I, I kind of like found, you mm-hmm. know? And I could tell that she just doesn't want to do it. And I'm like, look, it's obviously not something for her at this time. Maybe later on she'll mm-hmm. be interested, but not right now. And she uh she was like Oh, you know, I just, I really want to make sure I get a good job and stuff like that. And I was like, well, she's very creative, very artistic. She's very, she has a a very good eye for fashion. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why don't you look into doing something like more creative and artistic, like fashion or something like, she's like, yeah, but you can't really find a job in that. And I was like, I'm sure people have jobs. Like, it's not like it's like nobody can find a job. Yeah, People have you, jobs. You're right. They do. People always so, think that you, to be the fa- – yeah, it's hard to get – if almost impossible to get a job as a fashion designer. But there are tons of jobs in fashion. Yeah. So I was like – yeah. So I was like, just, you know, like, think about it. And she's like, well, I kind of want to maybe mm-hmm. do something where I, like, design, like, art or, like, posters or do, mm-hmm. like, like a lot of Photoshop stuff. And I was like, I know Toot Justice is one of them. And his boyfriend is another who who do a lot of artistic, that kind of stuff. And I hadn't talked to Topher, his boyfriend, or Justice in the longest time. And I was like, ugh, I hate I hate uh having a connect like bridging a connection with somebody and then asking them for a favor. So well, it's like to me, I just feel like such an asshole. Well, Adam is a, a guy I grew up with. It's just the reason we haven't spoken, I haven't been avoiding him. He he sleeps in really late. You know, like one or something like that, I think. I don't know exactly what time. Yeah. And he stays up all night. He's like a night owl. But meanwhile, so when he calls me, he calls me while we're doing podcasts. And then, oh yeah, that's tough. Yeah, and then is upset. And and I, but the only, the only time I can really talk to people on the phone is in the morning when he's asleep. So it's a whole thing. Anyway, so what was your opinion on the mini channel? We never got to that. Oh, I thought it was cute. I, I here's my question though. Was so okay. This is going to sound really, yeah. really dumb. Mm-hmm. But and my aunt, I was I watched the mini challenge with my aunt, which mm-hmm. I was shocked that she would even watch the mini, mini challenge with me. Yeah. Um, but she was like, "Is the number really their penis size?" No, it's not right. No, okay. No, because one of the the numbers would change sometimes, and one of them said three. That's what I thought. <laughs> also, do they clean those numbers before they stick them back in there? Because uh, different people had the monster, and it's like, do they have a different monster for each one? Because the I don't want to. I wouldn't want to put a, a thing in my pants that another man has put in his pants. You know, like I just I don't know. I think it it would just make me uncomfortable. But then ne- again, I'm not a gay man, so who knows? Next, RuPaul announced this week's main challenge. For this week's Faxi Challenge, you'll be acting in the behind-the-scenes reenactment series, hashtag 
Rue Hollywood Stories. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode, whatever happened to Merle Ginsburg? <laughs> In teams of three, you'll portray Merle, myself, and Michelle Visage. Yes. As you reenact our very different versions of what had happened. Oh. Cut off there. Now, everyone should know Ginger, because she won the Million Challenge, got to choose the teams, and this is how they broke down. Covering Merle Ginsburg's version of the story are Ginger Minge, Kennedy Davenport, and Katya. For Michelle's version of the story, that's told by Max, Candy Ho, and Violet Chachki, while Rue's version of the story was portrayed by Miss Fame, Jaden Dior Fierce, and Pearl. In the workroom, Jaden is worried about Pearl's silly suggestions landing her in the bottom. Violet is overacting... Um, Oh, Violet is over the acting challenges. Candy Ho doesn't know who Merle Ginsburg is, and Team Ginger seems to be doing just fine. Lori, your thoughts on the concept of the Maxi Challenge and our early stuff in the workroom here while they're trying to work things out. Well, first off, I did think it was funny that they were making a big deal out of uh, uh, Ginger Minch picking the... Um, the uh, Violet Chachki and Max and them and, and being like, Oh, you know, this is going to be tough when it's like, no, the, obviously the worst team was the one that with Miss Fame and Pearl <laughs> and poor Jaden. Yeah. Like that was the team that was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, that's the, that's the losing team right yeah, there. Yeah. I felt bad for Jaden. See, here's my thing with Jaden. I like Jaden. I think Jaden is, is, is very sweet. I think Jane, Jane's just young. And also I think Jane just hasn't figured out mm-hmm. what, her voices yet you know mm-hmm. i don't i don't think she's very like she's come out of her shell and you can mm-hmm. see that when she does the challenges is that she has the the potential but she just mm-hmm. gets super in her head about stuff you yeah. know and i i how think how is your head maybe, by the way what how is your head oh <laughs> god i had a miss fame moment uh i haven't had any complaints okay go ahead um so anyways so she um but what i'm saying is so i think that this maybe helped her because it forced her to be in the in the leading position but yeah i i don't necessarily think she was upset with pearl's ideas i think what she was upset with was that again it seems like these uh, whoever i don't know if it's pearl or whoever but they they always want to jump to doing stuff other than rehearsing mm-hmm. you know and so i don't know if it's maybe just being sick of of memory lot memorizing lines or sick of doing choreography or whatever but it's like pearl was like what happens if we do this and jane's like let's just memorize the the stuff first and that you could tell when they were doing the scenes that they were the least prepared in my opinion well what's funny is what they're when you when you watch the rue hollywood story and we'll talk about this in a bit the part they're trying to map out is there's a part where every single person so the point of the story is that they took a drug someone gave them drugs right yeah. And then the next thing they know, something wacky is happening, right? Because it was caught in the surveillance yeah. camera. And so they're trying to dream up what that could be. It's one of these instances, actually, when Miss Fame's uh, idea of going blue might actually kind of work in the challenge. Even though the funniest one wasn't blue at all. But um, yeah. But, but it's weird. The because, funniest one was to me was the tea party. Yeah. Was where funniest. Katya was the table, right? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. So it's not blue at all. But I'm saying, you in theory, you can be like, okay, I can see how that would work, right? Because oh, they are basically doing the Harlem uh, Shuffle. Is that what they call it? Harlem Shake. What, is it? what was the name of that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I Harlem. They were basically doing the Harlem Shake. Maybe they were playing homage to that there, but um, but where like all of a sudden they, they look and then everyone's going crazy, and um, 
what's funny is in the workroom when they show Pearl making these actually very dirty suggestions, they show like Miss Fame and Jaden just like <gasps> clutching their pearls, so to speak. And um, but you're like every every other challenge, Miss Fame is like so fucking dirty and so cheap yeah. sexual. I wonder what was really going on there. Yeah, me too. Well, I felt like a lot of that was out of context because like I did feel like I was like I don't feel like I have like an understanding of what's happening here, you know? Mm-hmm. Like what why is it so off color that like if if and the the ideas that everybody was pitching until I saw what was happening in mm-hmm. the video, I was like I don't know what what in reference they're talking, you know? It's like yeah. it would be different if they were like when we do this at this point in the game, you know, yeah. in the in the video. Mm-hmm. But nobody did that. So I was like, eh, well, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's also, they must not have had a lot of time because um, they, no one really had that many lines, you know, yeah. where you couldn't memorize it. Especially if you had, like, the RuPaul character. The RuPaul character had very few lines. It was Michelle, I would say, had the most lines. If you were playing Michelle, you had the most lines. But everybody else, Ru especially, had very few lines. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, well, Merle... Merle had some lines. I would I would say most lines were Michelle, fewest lines Rue, and Merle's has a lot. It's closer to Michelle. I think it depended on who on who was narrating. I think I agree with you that overall, I think Michelle had the most lines. But I think when Merle was narrating, I think she her character had the most lines. You know what? When we get to the actual video part, remind me to ask you who was the strongest. Like who was the strongest Michelle? Who was the strongest Merle? Who was the strongest Rue? But we'll do that when okay. we get to when we get to that part. Okay. Um, okay, let's go back. In the in oh, let me see. Silly suggested land at the bottom. Violet over acting. Cha- oh, well, like Violet's like you. She's over the, all the acting challenges. Don't you think it's weird that Candy Ho didn't know who Merle Ginsburg was? I, I, I. You know what? I don't think Candy Ho knows knows who Candy Ho is. To be True. honest with you, I think she would be shocked you to know see so herself fun. in the mirror. I know you don't go on Reddit, but one of the running jokes on the subreddit for RuPaul's Drag Race. Is Candy Ho is sort of like the poster child for like the forgotten queen? Oh, really? Yeah, they'll make jokes about like they, that that how she was like erased from the show, or like she no one knows who she is, or like was she ever like? It's weird. They have all these running jokes about basically no Candy Ho was erased from the show. It's, I, I, so maybe someone's not exactly what the joke is, but there's a weird joke about that. All right, on Reddit, the, which is funny because I feel like she's. And like, especially her her lip sync, even though she got eliminated, I thought that she was trying her, you know, her best. I thought she was improving. Now, do I think that she was improving to the level that everybody else was? No, but I thought she was try- at least trying. Yeah, but she know, got no so. story moments. Like, what do you know about Candy Ho? That's true. Well, that was what I was afraid of with Jaden. Jaden was that when they started going into her story, I was mm-hmm. like, well, she's either going to win or she's going to get eliminated. Yeah. I was wrong on all counts, yeah. but, you know. All right, this week the girls film their scenes in front of director Ross Matthews. Kennedy performs an odd version of RuPaul and messes up her lines. Violet sasses Ross, and Candy Ho delivers an iconic line flub. And Miss Fame gives a Lori Roggenkamp-style monologue about why she is not performing well in the challenge. Before Lori goes on one of those Lori Roggenkamp um, um, monologues, here's um, Candy Ho's iconic line. Mother does not play. Okay, go ahead, Lori. What were your thoughts on this? Oh, I I loved it. I like I actually liked, and I thought Ross did a, a pretty good job. I don't yeah. think Ross did. I I actually would would kind of would have liked to have somebody like um, 
Kathy Griffin back, but mm-hmm. I thought Ross actually did a good job of like being critical, but also giving them pointers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand where Miss Fang. I uh, this is what I was gonna say. I think that your whole thing about in the break ro- in the break room when they were coming up with ideas, mm-hmm. I think something happened in this where she because she was like, "Oh, I know people don't want me to talk about my feelings." It's like who doesn't want you to talk about your feelings? Mm-hmm. So I feel like somebody talked to her about that. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I would say my favorite was I li- <laughs> I liked Max's uh, take on Merle um, because I liked his opinion that that is what uh, Michelle Visage think Merle sounds like yeah. or looks acts like, which I think is, is a pretty smart thing to do because it's like, yeah, she's not going to a- have Merle act like Merle, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Ginger Minge did a great <laughs> Michelle Visage, and oh, my favorite. Woo. And my favorite part was uh Michelle Visage's uh face when she had to see what that was. Oh yeah. Um, and for the most part, I thought, I, look, I think for some reason, I don't know if it was nerves or what, but I think Kennedy, Candy Ho, and Jaden all just sucked for the most part, as RuPaul. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was, but I think out of all three, I think Jaden did the best RuPaul. Yeah. So, all that's right. it. Uh, any other thoughts on the filming of it? Well, what did Pearl! You think about, but, I thought Pearl actually did okay. Pearl, you're going to find out. Pearl is actually pretty good at these comedy challenge bits and stuff and whatnot. Yeah, I thought I was actually... And was it Pearl? Somebody... I think it was Pearl, but I laughed when somebody said that Like when I put those fake t- tits on, something co- happens to me. And I thought that was really funny. I think um, it was Pearl. What did you think of Miss Fame's long, drawn-out speech? Well, that's what I was saying. Was like I didn't understand. I think something happened that we didn't see. That's what I was saying. Is that I think something happened that we weren't privy to because she made a mention many times that people didn't want her to talk about, and she's like, "I just want to get my feelings out." And I don't understand why it was like it was just a weird moment. So. It's like I almost don't want to judge her because my first go-to is like, who gives a fuck what you think? Yeah. Just say the – like what uh, Pearl was saying, just say the line, you mm-hmm. know? But I, I feel like something happened that we're not seeing because it just seems so weird that it happened yeah. at that moment. All right. Um, although I did I, – I will say the the one and only time Ross has made me laugh so far – and I think he's a nice guy, but he's not necessarily my favorite. I don't think he's like hilarious, but he was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm dating you. Again, another line that's quoted often on Reddit. Whenever someone goes on a really long rant, someone will type, oh, my God, it feels like I'm dating you. Yeah, I actually I like that. But, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I mean, I has ha, did something happen? I don't know why I feel like I, I keep saying I feel like because it, it, this is a previous season. So do you know if something happened to like something happened to fame before the show, this episode or what happened or what? Because like just seems weird that this happened at this moment. No, I don't. Not that I know of. I think this is just Miss Fame. Like, Lori, you go on and on and on and on and on. Does something happen necessarily when you go on and on and on and on? I mean, I just I keep trying to figure out what words I'm going to say. But other than that, you know, no, yeah, not really. But All right. I mean, because she kept saying, "I know people don't want me to talk about my feelings," so mm-hmm. I just feel like that's a weird tie. Why would she say that if nobody's telling her that? Yeah. 
It's Elimination Day, and Kennedy still doesn't know what she's going to be for her runway character. And Jaden Dior Fierce reveals she has yet to come out to her family, and she struggles with the notion because coming out would mean losing her family. Uh, Jaden even toys with the idea of marrying a woman for the sake of keeping her family in her life. Hmm. Laura, your thoughts on this whole Elimination Day uh, thing? That was heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, and and I, I really, honestly, I feel like, in this day and age, I know that this is going to sound really soapboxy, but I feel like a lot of times, you know, I, I tend to forget that, you know, I, I'm lucky enough that my parents at this time have really come around, but, mm-hmm. and, and they were never like very, like you have, we're, we're not going to accept you. Like I never was afraid that they would disown me. Mm-hmm. I was afraid maybe they make, you know, they wouldn't like necessarily want to meet anybody or anything, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I can't imagine having somebody that also she's uh, Jane's close to his mom, and I can't imagine being close to your mom and then mm. being afraid that this one thing is going to be, you know. Uh, but it's just also it, I just feel awful for because you know that the mom knows. I mean, oh, she yeah. does drag, and then yeah, she's the mom still sending him text messages like I'm so excited you're going to find out who sent who sends that like that's just such a weird. Jaden's mom. Like it's just, I just I feel awful for him. I feel awful, and I just I I hope that he him and his mom are able are able now able to reconcile. But also, what the hell was that white crap that he was putting on his face? Well, my favorite thing, and I know it's it's a very emotional moment, and I feel for Jaden. But it's one of my favorite moments, actually, in the whole show. And I remember laughing so hard. Is you know, I'm sure they told Jaden to take the lenses out of his glasses because, or her glasses because, of the, the lights. But there's a part where he's crying, yes. or she's crying, and she reaches between into the lenses to like take the tears out of her eyes, like yes. through where obviously the lenses would be. It's so funny. yes. Well, uh, there's all this. I, I I'm always fascinated with the when they put their makeup on because they mm-hmm. put all this white stuff stuff all over their face, or they glue their eye, and I'm like, what's happening here? And then you see the final product, and you're like, well, I guess it made sense. But yeah. I just I I don't know. I just felt <laughs> I felt sad that he's going through this i felt sad that he had to talk about it while looking like a you know a burn victim Mm -hmm. so you know i don't know now um laurie any other before we go on to the look i just want to make sure so far we have talked about um you know the mini challenge we talked about the main challenge we talked about the filming have we covered all the topics you want to talk about i guess my final topic is i feel like they kind of burned the uh death becomes her uh topic mm-hmm. i feel like this could have been a whole show yeah with death becomes her and they sort of just kind of threw it away and made it mm-hmm. into it and it, it's an iconic movie mm-hmm. um and i feel like they just kind of threw it away and made it into like a runway look that i don't for i mean as far as violet tchotchke and pearl i don't feel like anybody really like kind of killed it you know mm-hmm. I don't know. I actually, you know what? No, never mind. I'm cha- I'm immediately changing my mind. I thought actually, shockingly, Miss Fame did a good job too All in right. the runway. I I think most people did a good job on the runway, except for Kennedy. All right. In fact, let's actually let's do that. Let's talk about the looks. Lori, were there any big looks? So everyone should know, like Violet Chachki's look, where she everyone should know she has the, the oxygen tank with her. They showed almost every clip's back package. Wait, let me say that again. They show it in almost every clip package where she's dragging the oxygen tank. Her waist is cinched for the gods. She has sort of like a retro Betty Page look with it. Uh, It makes Ariana Grande gasp. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's was, obviously iconic. It was look. horrifying, and also I, I couldn't look away. Any other big looks that you can remember? Um, I liked Miss Fame. Mm-hmm. I thought Miss Fame did a good job. I actually like Pearls. I thought Pearl did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can. I did like Ginger Minges, but I thought it was just too covered up. I would have liked if it was like if if she had the bear thing, but then maybe not, you know, uh-huh. not a lot after that or something. But yeah, I thought all the look. What's funny is Kennedy's is iconic in a different way, you know. Well, Kennedy's is is just cray cray. Yeah, but that's what makes it so iconic. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's cuckoo bananas. Ma- like- Max's is just. I feel like Max is a little boring. Max, he had the gray hair, right? Yeah. And what happened? Oh, oh, that was the one where he came out. Michelle like, Vachage. Yeah, and, like, the, like and the heart. Upset. Wasn't it the heart was served to him? Like, someone tore his heart out? Yeah, that was just, out? it was just weird. Like, it just didn't, I felt like it was, I thought, J- I felt like I, I liked Jaden's a little bit, but I thought, I thought it was also like a little, I, I don't necessarily know you could tell that it was a, pre- like, I, I honestly, I thought it was like, a wire man. Like, I thought... I didn't think oh, it was yeah. a prisoner escape. Yeah, Jaden Dior Fierce's look is not very strong. Yeah, you're right. Like, a weird prisoner tried to escape, right? But Candy- I thought... I mean, it was a cute look. It was like... It fit her body well, and it was yeah. a cute look. And Candy's was, was, wasn't was really anything to me either. Like, yeah, I agree. The vampire... Especially in, like, a, a fun, like, avant... Like, kind of like an avant-garde style death thing and you come out as a, a just a simplistic vampire like yeah. i felt like that was a little boring i think it was supposed to be like how how did you die what killed you and i don't think candy house served that katya had a sh- you know she did like a jaws shark thing which i, I do you think she should have won for that i mean look i could see her winning because no. her, her bit in her part in okay her team won team ginger won right katya yeah. was merle don't you think Ginger? Should, well, I don't know. Ginger's outfit wasn't that good, though, right? The bear. Ginger's just, outfit wasn't it. I felt like Katya won because her outfit out of the three of them was passable. Yeah, and then she did and the thing was, where she was, was the cute, and she was the table in that bit. Yeah, and, and it was cute. I mean, it was cute. It was it was the better out of the three. Mm-hmm. You know, she. I don't think she was gonna win if if it was between her and anybody else. I mean, to be honest with you, if it was her and, and, and Candy, I don't know if she would have won. I yeah. felt like Candy's outfit was... I just felt like it was, you know, a little put together. It was just seemed like ha- hap- happenstance. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it was just quickly done. Like, she was like, oh, I, I, got, I forgot that I have to do this. Oh, I randomly have a shark. I know, I'll yeah. put a shark on my leg. Mm-hmm. I'll come out in a gold bathing suit and I'll have a, you know, a jacket on. Yeah. And that Miss was pretty Fame, much it. Miss Fame looks amazing. She has a way of, of like, looking both fashionable and yet she fit the challenge like where how she was murdered miss this reminds me a lot of um uh priscilla in dragula priscilla chambers priscilla chambers with her last outfit the um uh the one with the pills yeah you know where it was very couture but it it also had like vomit on it and stuff laurie is talking about season three and i believe that was during the finale her look where yeah. she was, yeah, the pills. Okay, everyone, and she's talking about Priscilla Chambers, from one of the finalists. But for, I did, I did, I did think Miss Fame looked. Look, I'm not going to put it. I'm not saying that Miss Fame is not a, a look queen. Mm-hmm. I think Miss Fame is is 
obviously uh, has has it going for her in that department. I don't necessarily find her that attractive, but I think it's mostly because her personality is just so grating to me. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right. Any other thoughts on the looks uh, from this episode? I'm very worried about Violet. Like honestly, to the point where I'm like, I feel like I, I don't know. I think it's it's a little terrifying that she was able to get her stomach cinched that that tight. Right, that's good. about it. That's it. Okay, very good. Well, that's what we have for the looks. Uh, next, they watched their Rue Hollywood story. The first one is Merle's story. All right, Laurie, let's talk. Let's actually go through the audio for each of the stories. First up, we have Merle's story. That's with Katya as Merle, Ginger as Michelle, and Kennedy as RuPaul. You ready? It's going to be Merle's version of events of what happened, of what, what whatever happened to Merle Ginsburg. Here we go. I'm Merle Ginsburg, and this is my story. I was at the craft service table getting my morning martini, and I spotted RuPaul and said, Hey, Ruth, I'm so glad to be back for season three. And RuPaul said, Oh, Merle girl, I could never do the show without you. You have job security for the rest of your life. Little did I know that we were not alone. Okay, here comes Michelle. <laughs> oh my God! You're... Now, Mich- Ginger is wearing like a. I think Michelle actually wore an outfit like this, but she has the word "bitch" around her her neck and a, a necklace. <laughs> okay, and, and she sounds like uh oh, what's that? The the Queen Har- Harvey Fire scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harvey Fine. And yeah. Katya's wearing like a a, a beret. <laughs> And, uh, all right, and she, she, Michelle comes in wearing a cake. Here we go. I'm wearing a cake, carrying a cake. Scared me. I didn't see you there. Not very observant for a judge, bitch. Rue, I brought you a cake. All of the brothers who want to eat this cake, speaking of, I need to say hey to the new pit crew. Goodbye, Merle. But I'm not going anywhere. Rue and I are great friends. Well, I'm her best friend, see? <laughs> That's really funny. I forgot about that. I like that. Yeah, yeah she bit her in the... Uh, she grabbed her by the by tip. The yeah. <laughs> that is really funny. And I'm supposed to be a judge here. Someone must have slipped something in my drink because so see I Michelle could not believe what happened. Putting something in her drink. But the surveillance camera caught everything. Oh, okay. Oh, it's yeah, they're playing cards. It's Michelle playing card with the pit crew. It's yeah. yeah, Michelle's playing card with the pit crew, and Katya is the table. As Merle, Merle is the and table. And she's like bending over, all the way backwards. Yeah, and Michelle's laughing. They're all laughing. Like her. And now they're having a food fight. What in the name of Latoya Jackson is going on here? Merle fell. And I think she bumped that part of her brain. Now she can't judge good drag from bad. But we're supposed to be shooting. What's that accent, by the way? Season three. Well, I guess I'll just have to take her place. (laughs) And that's how that devil bitch, Michelle Visage, stole my job. (laughs) And Michelle's just stone-faced. I think that's... Yeah. Here we go. It's Here's Michelle's story. Whatever happened to Merle Ginsburg? But before we do, you're, to me, that's the best one. Is that your best? Is that your favorite one, Lori? The- yeah, like I, I, I feel like there's a lot less stop and starts. You know, I feel like I feel like you can tell that they knew their lines for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
obviously there was some issue with um uh RuPaul with uh Kennedy but I feel like because uh, the majority of the scene is between Katsy and Ginger Minj, I feel like they did a great job. Yeah. So. All right. Here we go. Now we're going to go to Michelle's version of events. Here we go. I'm Michelle Visage, and here's what really happened. I was visiting the set the first day of season three, sipping on my scissor, and then I noticed RuPaul more upset than I'd ever seen before. Before we do anything, now Violet's wearing a similar outfit that what uh, they must have all had like a sort of similar outfit. First but, off, uh, Violet looks hot. Yeah, Violet looks. Oh, oh, would you do Violet as a woman like oh, that? So much, yeah. And she's wearing, but she's wearing a necklace that says Angel because that's because it's Michelle's Cause, version of events. And also Katya because I didn't think about it before, but Katya looks nothing like RuPaul. Like what the hell is Katya? That's wearing? not Katya. It's Candy Ho. Oh, Candy Ho. Sorry. Oh my god! And the Candy beard Ho is back nothing. with her makeup. And the beard uh, is definitely back. And then Max is up to something. We're going to see what it is right now. Merle was saying, you know, Rue, these earrings would look so much better on someone pretty like me. And Rue said something like, stay away from my things and stay away from my man. Mother does not play that. Which is a weird way to, to even do RuPaul. Yeah, it's almost like a, a like a Dallas sort of attitude of like, yeah. you know. Very dramatic. And Michelle's just drinking from like a, a like a really long. Well, she's drinking her scissor. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. And I was like, this bitch. I had to step in. Hey, you guys! <laughs> I brought us all a cake. How sweet! Let me tell the boys. Well, look at this little witch trying to steal my job. Of course not. You can have my job because I'm taking RuPaul's. Get ready for Merle Ginsburg's drag race. And then someone must have slipped something into my drink because I couldn't believe what happened next. But the surveillance camera caught everything. And they're just having like sex, like a well, the next thing I- uh, apparently RuPaul has like a eight foot wiener. Because the guy is like barely under her dress. But why would his... RuPaul be under her dress? So Merle's clearly watching that. You see Merle behind like the, the. Maybe Merle put something in her drink too. Oh, maybe. Okay, yeah. Cause, and then there, she's having sex with the other picker guy. Okay. And the next thing I remember, Merle was trying to kill Ru! <laughs> what in the name of Janice Dickinson is going on here? She was trying to kill you and then take over the show. But season three is coming, and I need a judge. Michelle, could you? Then I said, reluctantly, if Rue needs me, then yes. Yes, I will become a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. And that's why that devil bitch Merle Ginsburg left the show. (laughs) Next up... Yeah. I love that Michelle Pistache looks at Merle like, huh? Fucking bitch. Yeah, alright, here we go. Now here's RuPaul's version of it. My story. So for this What happened to Merle Gisberg? We're gonna have Well y'all know what my Uh this one's gonna be Jaden as RuPaul. Miss Fame as Merle Ginsburg and Pearl as Michelle. Here we go. So this one, in my opinion, was not great. I thought I thought Max did a good job. I thought uh Violet was trying. Mm-hmm. I thought Candy Ho was obviously Max trying, isn't in this one. She... What? Max isn't in this one. No, no, no. I'm talking about the previous. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 
so I thought Max was trying. I thought Violet was trying, but was maybe a little stiff. I thought Candy was trying very hard, but maybe wasn't, you know, didn't understand what was happening. Um, maybe she doesn't know who RuPaul is. And uh, so I just, I don't know. I felt like it was a little eh. But yeah, this this one is going to, we're going to see. All right, here we go. But quite frankly, this is how it really went down. I was oiling up the pit crew when Merle came over to me and said, what if the drag queens judge us instead of us judging them? And I said, only Judy can judge me. And then Michelle showed up and she had no cake. All she brought me was some dried up old nasty muffins and they weren't even gluten free. And in in um, Rue's version of events, Michelle's wearing a necklace that says "crazy," and she does. I will say that Pearl does look crazy. Yeah, Pearl is playing uh, Michelle Visage, and she has like a weird, like an old matted wig, and she's got like uh, weird eyebrows. She just mm-hmm. looks very crazy. Yeah. Um, I is is the one of the is one of the pit crew guys? Is that one the one who doesn't shower? No. Okay. Happy Hanukkah, RuPaul. <laughs> My monkey made you this potato salad. Ooh. <laughs> Yay, I love an emotional time travel movie with a strong female lead. You two should talk. I have to get to the pit crew. Yeah, you can tell Jaden. What is going on there? What is, what is she trying to do there? What is she trying to do, though? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like she's trying to do some kind of affectation yeah, or maybe just remember her lines. And she's or making what. some sort of weird faces. It's really odd. Yeah. That was weird. A worm stole my credit card once. German tourist often wears sandals. Oh. I wish. Oh, I think it's because she's been drugged. Oh. So none of the lines make sense. None of the lines make sense. All right, here we go. Somebody has slipped something in my drink, Kenny. Because what had happened... And she tripped, She slipped the drugs in her own drink. Next was crack crack. And child, that surveillance camera caught everything. <laughs> Felt like I was in the middle of Freak Nick in Miami, Florida. Michelle riding... <laughs> And they have a camera like mud fight. It's like, a, it's like a, I guess it's supposed to be like a drug fueled nightmare. What in the name of Fantasia Barino is going on up in here? Who are we going to get to judge season three? You don't know who Fantasia Barino is? No. She's the winner of season three of American Idol. And she was also, she's been a judge on this show before. Big hit. Big singer. Oh, 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 oh. She can't read. And? I'm just saying that's all I know about her. <laughs> the crazy one and put her on the judges panel and then the pit crew said which was the crazy one oh wait laurie correction you're right sean morales the smelly one is one of the pit crew guys sorry oh okay i stand correct yeah when they said the the, the oiled up thing i was like i don't know if he needs more oil yeah that devil bitch michelle visage replaced that devil bitch merle ginsburg hand to god honey (laughs) All right. So, yeah. This one I'm torn on because yeah. at first I thought it was the worst, but now rewatching it, I'm like, look, it was it was a mess, but at least it felt like they were like having fun or like trying. Whereas the fir- the second one, I felt like they weren't necessarily having fun or mm-hmm. trying. You yeah. know, like they were 
they individually seemed like they were maybe trying, but they weren't like working as a team, I guess yeah. is a better way to say it. But I will say, and, and I know you disagree with me because you said that you thought Candy Ho was trying. I thought Candy Ho was the worst one, and I thought Jaden Dior Fierce were the worst one. Notice that it's the two RuPaul's uh, that got well, put in the bottom Kennedy two. was the worst. I think Kennedy is just overshadowed because Ginger Minj and Katya did so well, but Kennedy was the worst RuPaul. I honestly feel like. Oh, you think I feel so? Like, no, yeah, I don't think I, she was the worst RuPaul. I oh, think she I was think the she best was RuPaul. Who was the I best think... RuPaul? Uh, Jaden. I said I thought no, Jaden was the best RuPaul. No. No. You're crazy. You're crazy. What happened to Lori Roggenkamp? All right. Back on the main we stage. We should do that. Yeah, back on the main stage, Team Merle was named the winner of the challenge, and Katya won the individual portion of the challenge. Later, Michelle read Max for continuing to deliver a gray wig, and Miss Fame still hasn't gotten the joke about how's your head. In the end, Jaden Dior Fierce and Candy Ho were placed in the bottom and forced to go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song, Break Free by Ariana Grande. After the song, RuPaul told Jaden, Shantae, you stay, while Candy Ho was asked to sashay away. Lori Roggenkamp, any final thoughts on the episode? I thought they did great. In Who this. did? Oh, the lip uh, sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lip sync. I, I legit, because see, I'm terrible at this kind of stuff, so I don't know like 100% what like, uh, you know, like what, like, I know that at some point people mm-hmm. get both people get to stay mm-hmm. but i don't know at what seasons that happens and mm-hmm. i legit thought that this was going to be that season i thought they uh, were okay. going to say that both of them could say because i thought they did phenomenal oh really yeah okay that's it oh. so i was actually kind of upset that um candy ho left because i thought they both did really well i honestly thought that jane was going to go in and was going to shit the bed and she did amazing so hmm. all right very good any other final thoughts on this episode uh i um i don't know i kind of feel like uh i again i feel like i'm turning the corner on group games mm-hmm. but who knows maybe another one will be f- interesting i feel like they're all kind of good unless they require them to make their own content i'm realizing Mm -hmm. now that i think the issue i have is that they have to make their own content Mm -hmm. when they have to make their own content yeah but yeah i i don't know i i kind of feel i I, i'm still i'm still excited about possibly another group game so yeah well you're gonna be very what the hell all right Very good. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 7. So, for Lori Roggenkamp and myself, sashay away. Until next week. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Thunderbear contributed he needs everyone to know that he contributed to when you hear the names jeffrey thunderbear jeffrey! have something to say email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash drag race recap you can also follow us on twitter and instagram at drag race recap our instagram account is managed by steven starling 
If you want access to more Drag Race content and other Afterthought Media shows, support us at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at PickleMyth. Follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's B-E-T-A-N-C-E. The theme song was written by Lucian Piani and arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. This podcast was made possible by the following exclusive tier Patreon supporters. Nicholas Springham, Katie Whitmire, April Pacheco, Dean UK, Melissa Payton, Nikki Baker, Devin McKay, The State of Bree, Robert NYC, Rachel J, AJ Norris, Richard C, Common Cool, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Luke Stamen, Sirmet Smith, Travis Potter, Jesse Harris, John J, Jimmy Kilbasa, Pedro SF, Ginger Biscuit, Jesse Lozano, Parker Elliott, Lauren Eckert, Haley Sklans and her mom, and Jordan Darling. RuPaul's Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.